This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Navy has updated its uniform and personal appearance policy. Bloody syringes in a VA hospital laundry bin result in a recommendation for better employee training. And the Coast Guard has a new lead technology executive. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, February 15th, 2024. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Department of Veterans Affairs finds evidence of sexual harassment carried out by senior leaders in an office that normally handles these types of complaints. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. VA's investigation recommends disciplinary action against five current and former VA officials. Its report substantiates claims of a high-ranking VA official sexting with a VA employee subordinate to him and sharing graphic images and messages with a second employee. The report also backs up allegations of bullying and abusive behavior at VA's Office of Resolution Management, Diversity, and Inclusion. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough tells lawmakers he takes the report's recommendations for disciplinary action seriously. There's no question that I've failed in this instance, and I'm learning from that failing, and we're taking concrete steps to address it. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. In cases of employee misconduct, supervisors at the Department of Homeland Security are less likely to be disciplined than non-supervisors. A new Government Accountability Office report finds that DHS could do better in analyzing and responding to cases of employees who behave inappropriately at work. DHS says the difference in disciplinary action could be because fewer allegations against supervisors rise to the level of misconduct. But GAO still recommended that the department start requiring all misconduct reports to make note of whether or not the employee is a supervisor. Agencies have a new set of critical and emerging technologies from which to guide their work that could impact national security. On Monday, the Office of Science and Technology Policy, or OSTP, outlined 18 technology areas to help inform government-wide and agency-specific efforts concerning U.S. technological competitiveness and national security. This is OSTP's first update to the Critical and Emerging Technologies list in two years. OSTP stressed that agencies should not use this list as a way to develop policies or set funding priorities. Experts from 18 agencies across the government develop the top-level technologies and subfields that fall under each area, including hypersonics, human-machine interfaces, and data privacy and security technologies. The Coast Guard has a new lead technology executive, Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the scoop. Rear Admiral Russell Rusty Dash is the new Chief Information Officer and Assistant Commandant for Command, Control, Communications, Computers, and IT at the Coast Guard. He replaces Rear Admiral Christopher Bartz, who became the Deputy CIO at the Homeland Security Department in January. Federal News Network has learned that Dash will not start in his new role until mid-June. In the meantime, Coast Guard Deputy CIO Brian Campo will remain in the acting role. Dash joins the CIO's office after serving as the commander of the Coast Guard's Personnel Service Center for the last 18 months. He has a technology background, having also served as the commanding officer of the C5I Service Center. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. 
After getting feedback from sailors, the Navy has updated its uniform and personal appearance policy. Federal News Network's Anastasia Obis has more. The service has updated its uniform policy, permitting sailors to have hands in their pockets while in uniforms. Only when doing so does not compromise safety or prohibits the proper rendering of honors. The service is also permitting sailors to wear the bucket cover with service dress and dinner dress uniforms. The tiara is now optional for all female sailors when wearing dinner dress blue and white jacket uniforms. Anastasia Obis, Federal News Network. Two executive orders later, agencies are once again refreshing their efforts to make federal services more equitable. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. The Social Security Administration is trying to simplify the application process for its Supplemental Security Income Program. The Small Business Administration is streamlining its disaster assistance program to try to reach more people. And the Office of Personnel Management is conducting a study to identify barriers in its paid parental leave program. These agencies' efforts are all part of the Biden administration's goal to improve racial equity and better support underserved communities' access to federal services. Just this week, dozens of agencies are releasing their updated plans to support that goal. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is taking steps to protect laundry staff at its hospitals after an investigation found needles containing blood and other substances in laundry bins at a VA medical center in Richmond, Virginia. VA's probe, which was launched following a whistleblower complaint, recommends better tracking of linens sent with medical waste and to institute better training of VA clinical staff on proper disposal of syringes. The Space Force will create a Space Futures Command to develop and validate cutting-edge concepts and conduct experimentation and war games. The command will have three centers. The Space Warfighting Analysis Center will use advanced analytics and modeling to inform where the Space Force needs to be in the future. The Wargaming Center will allow the service to experiment with emerging technologies. And the Concepts and Technology Center will enable the Space Force to evaluate the technology it needs to respond to future threats. The National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, will help chart a course for the AI workforce of the future if a bipartisan bill makes it through Congress. It's called the AI and Critical Technology Workforce Framework Act, and it would require NIST to identify the skills and abilities employees will need to work with AI and emerging technology. The agency would base the AI workforce framework of similar guidance it has for the cybersecurity workforce. Senators Gary Peters and Eric Schmidt introduced the bill. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, February 15th, 2024, I'm Peter Masurlian.